From the creators of Lime Voice and disappearing from society comes a brilliantly simple idea. But this time, it comes as a voice. Imagine a world in which birds can talk like people. You'll get a bird's eye view of life with Lyme disease, as one bird family must unite to overcome the obstacles of life with Lyme disease. Guaranteed to make you laugh and cry. Written in a way that helps you articulate the losses you are experiencing as a household, while simultaneously empowering you to keep fighting. Little Bite, Big Trouble is available today at Amazon.com. Let me ask you this, guys. There's probably another 10-year-old or 11-year-old kid out there. Mm -hmm. What would you... And maybe they're just finding out they have Lyme. Is there something you could tell them to encourage them? Um, One activity a day, and then you'll feel fine. Not Mm. to overdo it? Yeah. Like, Mm. I know it seems like... I think one thing that I'd like to say to, like, other people who have Lyme... Older people, younger people, doesn't really matter. Is that I know it seems like it's gonna take forever, and you know maybe it will take like five years. Maybe it will take two. Maybe maybe it will take six months. It, it can get over fast or slow, but yeah, it it could think take about, about five years in your lifespan. It's not that long. Don't get yeah. And if you're depressed. only ten, it's not that bad. Like because if you're born with limes, it doesn't start acting up until you're like five, right? Congratulations, Lime Fighter! Today you had the courage to open your eyes and face another day. Welcome to Lime Voice. This show's purpose is to help you put the puzzle pieces of Lime into place. Each episode is designed to inspire, educate, and encourage you on your Lime journey to wellness. Together we will fight. Together we will heal. Together we will live. Here are your hosts, Aaron and Sarah Sanchez. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Line Voice. I'm your host, Aaron Sanchez. Today, we have a special episode. We wanted to do a kid episode, so we actually ended up interviewing Grant Getty, Nathan Sanchez, and Lincoln Sanchez. Nate and Lincoln are my sons, and Grant is a family friend. Uh, they Lincoln doesn't have Lyme, uh, but we just thought he was pretty cute, and we wanted to put it on. Um, but uh, Nate and Grant both do. So we're going to get their take on what it's like to have Lyme as a kid. So, but before we go there, I wanted to tell you about an opportunity Sarah and I came. Uh, What it is, is the Omega Institute out in Rhinebeck, New York, June 26th and 28th. What they're doing is a Lyme conference. The speakers are going to be Dr. Richard Howards from Under Our Skin, Dr. Tom Scott from uh, Dr. Tom's Tonics, also has done some uh, work with uh, Dr. Howardwitz, and they're both going to be speaking. And then also Katrina uh, Macris from Limelight uh, Radio. So we're really excited. If any of you would like to check that out, it is www.eomega.org. Again, that's www.eomega.org. Um, so if you guys, anybody's going out there, uh, 
and plan to attend, drop us a note. We'd love to meet you and and put a face with some of those names. Before we get onto the interview, one thing I wanted to do is uh, read our iTunes review of the week. This one comes from iTunes tag mid thirties. The title reads open, honest, thoughtful, and hopeful five stars. I appreciate how the episode starts by saying, congratulations, line fighter. You had the courage to start another day. How true. You guys give my family a a positive activity to do together. Listen to your podcast. Four out of five of us have Lyme, and information sharing that you foster has been wonderful for us. Thank you. Wow, thank you. That's a wonderful um, review. Also, I'm so sorry to hear that four of you have a Lyme. Um, That's a tough situation. So we'll be praying for you. Hopefully next week I can read your iTunes review. If you haven't had a chance to do so, please look us up on uh, iTunes under Lime Voice and leave your rating and review. It means a lot to us. It helps us get up onto the top of iTunes charts and uh, gets, helps get the word out. Also, if you would like another way to help support us, you can visit our website, limevoice.com. On there, you're going to find some ways that you can help support us. Uh, We have some products for sale that we receive a small commission and then also a donate page. That kind of stuff just helps cover the costs of of the show as well as um, helps us uh, get to conferences and stuff like that. Okay, one other thing. We've decided to pull back from doing once-a-week shows down to two twice a month. Uh, we wanted uh, to try that, especially at the beginning here on the I- with the iTunes uh, new and noteworthy. It's real important to have a, uh, a good start there. Um, but it is we're still in the middle of our own Lyme fight, and uh, in order to live, we and and in order to heal, uh, we're just going to have to pull back a little bit and. Uh, Hopefully, when Sarah's feeling a little better, we can return to the four times a uh, uh, a month. With that, let's get to the interview. I hope you guys enjoy it. It was a lot of fun to do. Let me know what you think, and uh, if this is something we can do again, we'd love to hear your uh, your input. And here we go. Okay, guys. Hey, what? What is your names? Nathan. Nathan, and, uh, what? Sanchez. And what's your name? Grant Giddy. And how do you know each other, Grant and Nathan? Um, our parents knew each other. And who yeah. are your and parents? And we lived to each other. Um, um, Sarah Sanchez and Aaron Sanchez. That are talking right oh, now. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Adam and you, Heather Getty. <laughs> and we have known Adam and Heather Getty for a lot of years. Uh, we have matched kids, actually. They ended up winning with one more than we did. But we match kids the whole way. So Grant and Nathan are about eight months apart. He's 12 and I'm no. 11. I'm almost 13. Yeah. Like almost it's two years. Grant is Kaya's age. Almost two years. Obviously, I don't know children's ages. They keep <laughs> changing. So how are you supposed to keep track if you guys keep changing it every year? So Nathan is 10. I think. Oh, yeah. He just turned 11 last week. Yeah. And Grant is almost 13. And unfortunately for both of them, they both have Lyme. And so they're here today to talk to us just about Lyme and what it feels like as a kid to have Lyme. Why don't you guys start by telling us um, about the YouTube channel that you're going to work on this summer? Oh, yeah. Okay. So we're starting a YouTube channel and um, it's going to... 
we called um Limecraft. Limecraft. Yeah. Nice. Because Minecraft and Limecraft. Yeah. And then we're gonna play some servers and stuff. Yeah. And we're just gonna be mostly doing it during the summer and a little bit, maybe yeah. like on like once a week. Once so a week. now tell me, why did you pick the the name Limecraft? Because we have lime. Nathan came up with it, so it's a lot because we have lines and craft is like Minecraft. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. it can't be um, craft line. That sounds weird. It does. Yeah. yeah. Or mine line. That sounds weird too. And while you're playing this game, do you guys ever plan on picking your nose? Really? <laughs> 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 That's rude. Uh, no. We'll edit that part out. We will. I was just messing. Dang it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, let me tell you some lime facts for okay. kids. All right. Fast facts 25% of all lime patients are children. 25? That's it? 25%. So 50- one out of four. One out of four. <laughs> 50% have no history of tick attachment, and less than 70% of kids develop a bullseye rash. Well, let's ask you guys those questions. Did you ever have a nope. bullseye rash? Nope. And I never had a tick bite. You never saw a tick? I've never had a tick. I've, I've had tick bite, but not lines. Yeah, and so, let's see. Nate, as far as we can tell, has probably had it from birth. He's had a lot of symptoms from birth. We just didn't really know what they were. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Grant is different because, Grant, for you, you were fine when you were born. But about five years ago, when you guys were living in Maryland, uh, what my mom thinks is, um, she thinks that she might have gotten it as a kid, and then might have had it, and it just mm-hmm. didn't start showing symptoms until we did the move when I was around seven because mm-hmm. of the stress levels on Could me be. and everybody when we were moving, and like as soon as we got to Maryland, all my symptoms started showing up mm. almost right away. Oh yeah, it was almost immediately, huh? Almost yeah. immediately, right after the move, like yeah. It, like, I wasn't even outside all that much. It was yeah. snowy, so there was, could have been no chance of a tick bite. Right, it was in the winter. It was right in the winter, yeah. and then a week after we moved there, or about a week or so, um, I started having headaches, and then mm. moved on, and uh, we were living at our grandparents' house, and then we moved to a different house, and I started having uh, sharp chest pains. It'd just be like two seconds, but it'd be a really sharp stinging. Right. Yeah, Chest one, pain. Yeah, once and when I was camping. Lots of my that, No, no, it was my chest. And then, um, so I was, when camping, and it, my chest was stinging and burning, but I couldn't, and I couldn't sleep, and I only, every time I slept, it was only for about five minutes, and then I woke up again. Mm. And then I didn't sleep that whole night, but the next night and the night before that, I was fine. Right. It was just that one night, and as soon as I got in the tent, it started happening, but I it wasn't... Anything else, yeah. Now, one thing that is hard for parents to understand, because, you know, kids sometimes complain about things. Yeah. So sometimes it's hard for us parents to understand what you guys are talking about. So one thing that you guys can remember is to use lots of words. You know, like when Nate, it helped me and mom understand your symptoms when you use lots of words and you told us it felt like burning and it kept coming back and, and that kind of thing. 
because it is hard with Lyme because really guys, no one else except for another Lyme patient is going to know what you're feeling and know how it feels. Yeah, I actually have a little comment on that. Um, Sure. In Maryland, I was having hearing problems in my left ear. I went to the ear doctor. Uh, They were all like, no, you're fine. There's nothing wrong with you. And mom actually didn't believe me. And she actually, a lot of my symptoms, she was... um, questioning just mm-hmm. because she didn't know um, a lot about it at the time and then we moved back and she started reading about it and she told me the other day that's when she really started believing about the right. symptoms so yeah and you're right grant and that's a, the hard thing about lyme sometimes is you don't see blood right mm-hmm. you guys if you got a cut we know what to do we'll go get you stitches but when we show up to the er and there's no cut unfortunately the, the doctors don't know what to do with us. So, I mean, Grant, you experienced that where you went to doctor after doctor. Multiple doctors. Yeah. Nate, you've done the same thing. I have. Yeah. yeah. When me and mom have been taking you since you were when a little When you were baby. younger, we did a lot yeah. more. Because you remember when you were younger, you had a lot of digestive issues where your bathroom troubles. You're what? embarrassing you, him. Oh, sorry. You might not want to talk about. I think. I think. I think I think it's okay. Dying. I know. <laughs> okay, the point is <laughs> No more poop talk. No more talking about poo. We talked we talked about poo on the last episode. We won't even get into colonics. You guys don't even want to hear about that. Mm-mm. Right. Your face. <laughs> Your face. I'm, sorry. I'm sorry. Hey, you know what though guys? It is a little Ooh. embarrassing. Sometimes it's hard to talk about this stuff because you shouldn't have to talk about that kind of stuff with. Just fine if you talk yeah. about me um being constipated, but <laughs> you were too That's just rude. That was rude. No more, no more talking about your accident. The point is, guys, it is sometimes hard because you guys don't know how to even describe the pain that you're going through, right? Has it been hard to use lots of words and describe it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sometimes it's easy to just. Not use your words and get frustrated. Have you ever been like that? Yeah. Were you frustrated at your sickness? How about you, Grant? Yeah, it has a lot. Um, I think it was most, <clears throat> for the most part, really frustrated in Maryland. Yeah. Because um, I was having some problems, and I went to like five, six, seven doctors. They're all like, "You're fine." Yeah. And then my mom was slightly believing them. In the fact that kids do exaggerate sometimes. It's a thing. And so I went to a lot of doctors and nothing really happened. And we didn't really start uh, treating Lyme until we got back in New Mexico. Yeah. We, we didn't really start trying to treat it very much um, for, for a few years until we came back. Well, and you, I went gluten-free. You, you didn't actually have a diagnosis. Like, you hadn't actually been tested until this year. So, so really, most of your stuff has been in the last 12 months, right? Most of it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now, how does... Being back before, we didn't know what was causing you guys to be sick, and now you both have positive diagnosis. How did that make you feel when when your mom and dad told you, hey, you have Lyme? What, did, what, what are some of the thoughts that came through your I mind? I was just like, oh, okay, well... It won't get any, it will get worse. So now I know what it is. So I could heal it. 
Yeah. We were kind of already treating it like Lyme. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just couldn't get any doctors to do anything about it since I wasn't diagnosed with it yet. Yeah. But we, uh, we, I was diagnosed recently, so now we got a doctor that I'm doing stuff for. But at first, I was relieved because, well, now they can get rid of the stuff. Right. I know what I have. Right. And at second, that means... Dang it. Well, now I, I have Lyme's disease. Yeah. And I know it's a hard thing to treat, and it takes a long time. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So let's talk about those the times where you guys feel really crummy. Because, Nate, you've had times like that. Yeah. And, Grant, I know from talking to your parents, you've had times like that. And, and let's make a distinction here, because kids get worn out and stuff. They end up having days where they're not feeling well. Mm-hmm. But Lyme pain is just different. It seems to drag them down quicker and they stay down for longer. Yeah. Because Nate and Grant are some of the most energetic boys that I've ever met. Yeah. And if they're not, I mean, we had to calm them down from tickling and wrestling to pin them down. We let them have their moment to get it out. Now they're quiet. We may have to take a few more breaks. But when they're not acting like that, it's a good indication Mm. for me and mom to say, hey, you know what? This is not normal. Nate is usually energetic, and all of a sudden, he's down for two and three days at a time. That's yeah, a so explain. Yeah, explain what a bad day feels like. Yeah, that's a good question. Well, I can... Well, you just... you. I usually have headaches, like, really... Mm. Like, not like just a normal, oh, I didn't drink enough water, I have a slight headache. Like, yeah. pounding, pulsing migraines and stuff, and, like, you don't want to get out of bed, but... Yeah. That's a really bad day. Usually it's just general crumminess. Your body hurts in multiple places. Joints, mm. you have a usually a slight or medium headache. It's just, you just, you feel bad. Yeah. So what do you end up doing on days like that? Do you just go play anyway? Or do you end up staying on the couch? What, what do you guys usually do for when on days you're not feeling so great? I usually take a bunch of painkillers. <laughs> Yeah. Your mom has you on a bunch of herbal stuff, herbal Yeah, but like when I have headaches and stuff, right. I take ibuprofen or right. yeah. something like that. Yeah. Then I rub this uh, stuff on like muscles and joints called toperson. It's mm. a little cream that we have. And does it work for you? Uh, usually it works. It works really well for my back. Uh, that's another mm. thing that I think Lyme is different from normal injuries is that injuries that should heal don't. Right. Like, I injured my back two years ago, and then we went to the chiropractor a few times. He's like, oh, you're fine. Uh, now it's resurfaced, and I was using heat packs and stuff. We're seeing a person about it, and it's getting better, but it's just kind of a pain that's just kind of always there. Yeah. It, it shouldn't be. That should have healed a long time ago. Yeah. And, and it's, it's not normal for a 13-year-old or 12-year-old to be in pain from a back pain. That's usually when you get old and fat like me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Nate, what is a bad day like for you? Um, well, I don't think I've had a bad day since, like, February. Yeah, you've had a really good spring. Um, yeah. The fall was bad. You missed yeah. a ton of school last fall. I think I missed four weeks. I remember during, uh, during winter break, I was having a sleepover here, and... Uh, I think it was we woke up on Sunday morning and I was about to go home and Nate was just on the crowd on the couch. He was just uh, lying back and just is like, oh, I don't feel good. I don't feel good. Yeah. And he was just like 
just so dragged down, he like just couldn't say anything. He just, I don't feel good, and that was yeah. it. Yeah. Mhm. Yeah, and usually I don't have a bad day unless like I go like tomorrow I'm going to the zoo and I'll like probably when I get and I'm having PE and probably when I get home I'm probably gonna lay down and watch some TV. Yeah. But on a regular school day I get back and I'm fine. Yeah. But. So would you say that on the days that you know you're going to do something big, like go to the zoo? Mm-hmm. So do you are you saying that you you're planning to to rest after? Mm-hmm. That's a good plan. Nate. Definitely. So you guys kind of make that. So is that kind of like your general plan mm-hmm. when you know you're going to go over here to play with Nate and you guys go riding bikes? So you already are planning for a quiet time to rest and recover. Usually. Yeah. Yeah, and that's just something that I think even Nate has come to understand even in the last Mm -hmm. couple of years. Because, you know, Grant has a lot of pain and fatigue issues, and Nate's are more fatigue issues. He really does not have a lot of the pain stuff. It's fatigue. Except for when I have migraines. Because once I had a migraine off, um, when we went to Arizona, I had a trip. We and I, um, we had a trip. Went to Arizona, and I was sleeping on the ground of and of the floor of the car. Mm-hmm. And then I went home, and I had the worst migraine ever. And it just as soon I was fine, and then as soon as I got out of the car, I stood up, and then it just happened. Yeah, I actually went with Nathan on that trip, and mm-hmm. I nope. felt hor- no, no, yeah, no. There was when we went to see my mom's treatment. Oh, that's well, that was that we went out to Phoenix. Was a little sick after okay, that. Well, we did go. Uh, I did go with Nathan and my mom, Sarah, and we all went to Arizona to a clinic. And mm-hmm. I remember getting out of the car and I walked in and I was actually feeling fine. I was putting away stuff and I walked out to the living room and then I was really dizzy and mm. I suddenly had a headache on my joints hurt and I like. And I just sat down on the couch and I said, I got to lay down for a few minutes. Yeah. Yeah, and on the way back of that trip, I was about to throw up. And then I slept in the front of the seat. And then I don't remember anything until the next morning. Yeah, they're talking about a trip that Heather and I um, took out to Scottsdale last fall. I have a friend, Heather, who has been diagnosed, but she, she didn't have a diagnosis last fall. And when we drove Nate out there... They do a lot of nutritional testing, and they have just a very broad system of tests that they use. And I wanted Nate to get tested through Shea Medical because they did such a great job of helping me get on top of my system uh, symptoms and mm-hmm. teaching me and educating me how to try to live with live the best life possible with this new ingredient. So the four of us went out there and it was so hilarious because, well, we planned all four of us have Lyme. And so Mm -hmm. Aaron actually flew out there. I could drive out there, but not back. Mm -hmm. And so he flew out to drive us home and we'd only been gone for three days and we're all (laughs) just falling (laughs) apart because everything hits you differently. Yeah. Like normally kids don't, you know. Normally, you don't have to worry about car sickness and elevation issues. and. Yeah. I don't know if you guys knew this, but sometimes uh, with Lyme patients, people with Lyme, when you change barometric, barometric pressure, so like when you fly an airplane or go up and down in elevation, it really gives your bodies a work through. So it like the Lyme messes with your 
head almost. So that might have been why you were feeling dizzy and carsick. So a lot of times we've noticed with Nate, he gets carsick easier, especially on longer trips because we're going up and down elevations. And for some reason, that seems to mess with the line and makes you feel even worse. I remember a hunting trip I took with my dad and my grandfather. Um, I think it was before last year. Mm-hmm. Um, we went out. He was at a elk hunt and... One of the days he went out with a buddy who was also there, and we stayed home, and me and my grandfather went out later, and we shot some squirrels and stuff, but that morning, uh, I was really lightheaded and dizzy because of the higher pressure, so. All right, tell me the worst part about having Lyme on a day-to-day basis. Migraines. Having a lot of migraines. I think just the constant soreness and pain, like, even if it's not, like, a lot, it's always there, It's huh? just always there, and it's just annoying. Yeah, I'm with Grant. And you just get tired of it, eventually. Because, yeah. yeah, once... Um, just constant soreness. I like running a lot, and I ran um, a three-mile for run for the zoo, and it, um, like, last, last spring. Right. And I was fine then, so, and... I wasn't sore at all the next morning. I didn't. I wasn't anything. And then at PE, I ran um, a half mile, and I was sore for a long time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I uh, can relate. That same year, just a few months before, um, I had done a shamrock shuffle here. Mm-hmm. And that was, that was a 3K? Yeah, it was a 3K. Okay. So mm-hmm. we're, um, we ran across this thing, and I was already out of shape. And I came across a thing. I walked across, and I was feeling good. I drank some water, and I fell over. Mm. <laughs> I just laid down in the grass. And then we came and picked up, mm. and then we went to church. And then, like, I was feeling good because we sat down during the service. And then I got up and ran around out back afterwards, and I shouldn't have done that. I felt horrible for quite a few days. Okay, you guys are bringing up a really good point. It's really confusing for parents, especially if they don't aren't familiar with Lyme. It's confusing for parents or any family member to mm-hmm. see someone be up and functioning one day, and then the next day they can barely walk. Right? Do you guys experience that? Yeah. Or- not so much to barely walk. It's just they think that don't want to walk. There you go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, you can move around and, like, do your school or do chores or something like that. You just don't want to. Mm-hmm. Because it hurts. Because it hurts to do it. Yeah. Well, I never even want to do chores. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a pretty good excuse to get out of chores. I don't know. You still have to do them. Yeah. Just, it hurts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So tell us what what uh, foods you're eating, what foods you're not eating. Gluten is bad. Yep. Just there, like now, do I, you miss donuts and bread and all that kind of stuff? Well, there is. Who doesn't miss free? donuts and bread, and <laughs> all that stuff? That I mean, I'm actually uh, the doctor. I'm going to said that to quote her: "Gluten and sugar are evil. Just get them out of your diet." Which, like what she said, and I think I agree with, is it's okay to have it once in a while, like have a piece of cake at a birthday party, or have a donut, or go out with, I don't know, 
you can do like once a month or something. But mm-hmm. at this point, like when you're getting treated, like maybe after you're done, do that. But right now, you just want to like stay away from as much gluten as possible. Like, yeah, and it. dairy. You have to stay away from like, Try to dairy. Do- but like every once in a while is fine. Like a bowl of cereal every Stay week. away from gluten, I think. And... Now, um, just try Nathan, to stay away from sugar. Yeah, Nathan has been gluten free for the, at least five years now, but Grant is just new to gluten free, right? Yeah, I tell him what to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure, Nathan. Uh, sort of. I've been trying to go off and on with gluten for the past few years. Actually, I've been trying to get off. I just don't, don't really did it, but I just felt so bad after my sister's birthday party. After I ate some cake there, I was like, I am never eating gluten again. <laughs> and yeah. he won't touch it. Nope. He won't touch it. I won't touch it. I don't dare. Yeah. Don't touch it. Like, yeah. when when the the first year, I used to sneak in some goldfish. A lot, <laughs> a lot, a lot. Confessions of an 11-year-old here, huh? <laughs> and then, But now, now if I even eat one goldfish, I'll probably um, lay down for about an hour. Yeah, like we have proof on. Th- we have proof on record. Book him. <laughs> <laughs> Sneaking the gold. All right, let me ask you this, guys. There's probably another ten-year-old or eleven-year-old kid out there. Mm-hmm. What would you? And maybe they're just finding out they have Lyme. Is there something you could tell them to encourage them? Um, I know it seems like it one activity a day, and then you'll feel fine. Not mm. to overdo it. Yeah, like, mm. like I'm not going to the zoo. Yeah. For about three to four hours, and then I'm having PE and I'm playing kickball, which that's a lot of stuff. And then on the way back, I have to ride in the hot, bumpy bus. Yeah. Which yeah. would suck. And see, you know what though? Here's the thing though. I think normal kids, those things don't wear them out. Nope. Well, it, it probably would because it's the zoo. Like, anybody's tired after they walk around the zoo, but, like, they shouldn't be in pain. I never got tired. I don't remember ever getting tired like that as a kid. Like, Not the way I you I always are. wanted to go and do more. Yeah. Um, yeah, I want to, but I can't. Right, yeah. and I see that in you. Yeah. You can tell. Did I tell you guys that um, I met a lady who was a retired principal not too long ago? And she was a principal of a school up in Michigan, an elementary school. And she said that her students who had Lyme disease missed far more school than any other illness. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. She said it was just really hard for them to be in school. And I know both of you guys, school's been hard. We were like years into school being really difficult for you guys. What... Is, is the fatigue part of that? No. I, yeah, I it's a brain it's just, fog. Yeah. Cause right. Like, you sit there, like, I'm uh, ADHD, and so I'll sit there, and then, like, normally I have a hard time concentrating, but with the Lyme added in of brain fog and fatigue and stuff, and you just sit there. And I once sat there thinking about this one math problem, not even writing anything, just sitting there for almost an hour. I just, like, couldn't do it at all. Yeah. Now I don't have that problem as much. Yeah. But... Yeah, and I do, I can do math easy, like, I'm really good at math, but writing, I can't do writing, because it's just, but it just can't. Yeah, you're right, yeah, we've done a lot of testing with Nate, because he's um, had a hard time really writing, and reading. reading. No, but I got a lot better at reading, I can read now. Yeah, you are, it's just taking you a long time, and one of the things that is in the future is we're about to have a, do a neuropsyche valve for him, just to kind of see if we can piece together 
mm-hmm. some learning stuff for you. I think one thing that I'd like to say to like other yeah people who have limes, older people, younger people, doesn't really matter. Is that I know it seems like it's gonna take forever, and you know maybe it will take like five years. Maybe it will take two. Maybe maybe it'll take six months. It, it can get over fast or slow, but yeah, it it could think take about, about five years in your lifespan. It's not that long. Don't get yeah. And if you're depressed. only ten, it's not that bad. It's like because if you're born with limes, it doesn't start acting up until you're like five, right? Well, it depends. Everybody's different. Well, uh, I think you guys are about done. Mm-hmm. You're about done. You guys are awesome. Okay. Yeah, strong, young, handsome men. Um, great attitudes. Some days you don't have so great attitudes. How do you talk yourself out of that? I don't. Or does your mom and dad talk you out of it for you? I think the mom and dad talk. Yeah. <laughs> Sweetie, do you have any more to say? Tell me. You know, here's one of the problems that some parents have is they have to have their kids cooperate with treatment. Like, mm. taking your... I've been taking some seriously nasty stuff that you have to hold in your mouth. <laughs> seriously. Taking drops. <laughs> it is bad. <laughs> Nate, tell us about your supplements that you love to take. Not they really. suck. <laughs> <laughs> What's the worst part about them? Um, they taste bad. They should just have shells on every single one. Then... Uh-huh. You like the ones with the capsules? Yeah. Sometimes, but sometimes you don't. I know there's something that my mom would probably say is um, she wishes that there was just one super pill that you could take. Yeah. She's taking 13 pills in the morning. Yeah. And then she takes pills at at lunchtime, dinner time, and before bed. And I'm taking pills in the morning and the evenings. Me too. I know. It'd be nice. You guys should invent the super pill for Lyme. Nice. Yep. Got it? That's yep. your job from here on for the rest of your life. Ooh, ooh, to discover the super pill for Lime. What? Okay, so for Minecraft, you could do a mod, which is like inventing something, and you could like get limes if a tick bites you, and then you can make a super pill. Nice. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> All right, anything else you want to say? Nope. Thank you for Don't being lose here, hope. Guys. Don't, Don't lose, lose hope. hope. Go play. Okay. And watch our channel when it comes out. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Thanks, guys. It's coming out and Grant will fail. Okay? <laughs> okay. Today we have Lincoln James Sanchez. Lincoln James is our youngest child. He is... How old are you, buddy? Six. Six years old? Yeah. How long have you been six? I don't know. You don't know? Yes, for six years. Six years? You've been six for six years? Good job. Okay, so here on Line Voice, we like to talk about our fight story, our heel story, and our live story. Okay? So you, and, and it, it, we're always talking about uh, Lime a lot of time. Yeah. You, what, do, what do you think Lime is? Uh, I do not know. You don't know what Lime is? Nope. Have you heard us talk about lime? Yes. Yeah? I just don't. It's called lime, but I just don't know what it does to you. You don't? Does it, um, does, do you think that mom feels sick because of lime? Does sometimes she say she doesn't feel good? Yeah, 
Because you got bite by tick, and that's she got what. That's what she, that would. That's what made her get limes. What did? A tick. A tick. That bited her. Oh yeah. Where do you think it bit her? Like on the arm or something. Yeah. Does it hurt to get bit by a tick? Yes. It does. How? I do not know. Have you ever been bit by a tick? No. Have you ever seen a tick? Yeah, on video, on the real life video. Oh, yeah. But not in person, huh? Because we don't really have that many, many, many ticks here in New Mexico, do we? Yeah, because I saw they're orange and black. Sometimes, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so we, we figured out that, that Lyme makes mom sick sometimes, right? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, do you know anybody else that has Lyme? Yeah. Who else? Uh, someone in my last year class. Oh, yeah? Uh, someone in my last year class, mom. When I, do you know that girl that, that her, do you know that girl that has Lyme is that, that, that we saw at the end of the performance? Yeah. Yeah, mommy's friend that went out, yeah. went out and got treatment too? Yeah, but you know, I actually know her girl. Yeah, you're friends with her at school, huh? And no, I don't really play with her. Yeah, but just, you know who she is, right? Yeah, she was yeah. in the last year class. Yeah, that's awesome. So someone else, mom has Lyme too, and how did that make you feel? Uh, actually, I do not know. You don't know? Well, sometimes it's nice when we have other people that we know, right, that have the same thing as you do. So, like, sometimes it's nice to play with somebody that uh, likes to play basketball, too, right? Or likes to run, too. And sometimes it's nice to play with uh, someone who who knows what it means to be to have Lyme, right? Yeah. And Lyme is not a good thing, right? Yeah. Yeah, it kind of makes mom sick a lot. And, 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 and who else? Does anybody else in our family have Lyme? Nate. Nate does, huh? And does so when you see so sometimes Nate is he doesn't feel good, right? Yeah. And he has to stay on the couch and and he can't play with you. How does that make you feel when when uh, Nate is too sick or grumpy to play with you? Uh, sad. Yeah. And then I just go play with her, and she's too grumpy. Oh, you go play with your sister? Yeah, but she's too grumpy. Then I will just like. Do my own thing. Oh, I see. Yeah. 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 Okay, so uh, we we talked about Lyme and how it makes mom sick and how you like to to play with your your sister and stuff like that. And what are some good things that, that mom does and that Nate does to get better? Because this is a part where we talk about our heel story, how, uh. how we get better. They take medicines, like Nate takes, if he's coughing a lot, he just takes cough drops. He takes cough drops, yeah. And does he take lots of vitamins? Yeah. Oh, and does mom take you, make you take vitamins? No, you will. She makes me take two, when she take. She made me take two vitamins and then two vitamins again and then three vitamins. Lots of vitamins, huh? Is it fun to take vitamins? 
Well, those ones actually, those ones actually taste good. Oh, so some vitamins taste good. Yeah, like the gubby ones. Oh yeah, don't hit the mic stand, okay? <laughs> That's okay. Now, so we take our vitamins. What else does mommy do? Does she juice? Yep. Have you ever tasted her juice? Yes. How does it taste like? Good, but I just like the one she made a long, long time ago. That one was really good. Why was it so good? She put like like fruit in it. And like Ooh. fruit, just not like that much vegetables. Oh, yeah. You like the ones with more fruit in it? Yeah. Sometimes mom takes a bunch of vegetables and then she takes a bunch of fruit and she combines them all together and you can't even taste the vegetables. I know who likes vegetables. Did you know mom was sneaking vegetables into your juice drinks? Yeah, she puts a whole bunch of vegetables and then puts a whole bunch of fruit and you can't even tell. Can you believe that? No. <laughs> oh, I might have told I might have told mom's secret. But it's still okay to eat it like that or to drink your juice like that because it tastes good, right? And you get lots of vitamins. Why did someone pop popcorn? Okay, pay attention now. So, you have lots of vitamins. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that makes you feel better, right? Yep. Yep. And so now, when we have uh, our, our live story, so we talk about how we live now with our new lime ingredient. Did you know lime is also a word for a fruit? Seriously? Yeah. A lime is kind of like a lemon. The lemon, uh, lime, it's green, right? Yeah. And it's really, really sour. And it's yummy to put in drinks and stuff like that. Yeah, but yeah. the two, they don't taste as, they taste sour, sour than us. Right. But kind of like, yeah, yeah, that's right. They're lemons. Yeah, they're lemons. Way. Okay, so. Now we're talking about the lime, the fruit, but our new lime ingredient. So like we put lime in ingredients for drinks to make them taste better, but all by itself it's not good. But the Lyme disease is not good at all. We don't want it at all. But you still have to function in life, right? You still have to do things when you don't feel good, huh? It's hard to do, huh? And you won't gotta do enemas. Animals too? Oh, I know. Yeah, not you so far, huh? Yeah, I'm like the only one in this family that's not sick. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's good, healthy. Sometimes you gotta do things that isn't fun to make you feel better, huh? Well, I do feel better. Yeah, but when you're sick, you have to do things that aren't so fun. Like take your vitamins. But sometimes they taste good. Gotta drink your juice, yeah. Yeah. All right, Lincoln. Thanks for coming on the show today. Yeah. Did you know you're the first uh, kid to be interviewed? Seriously? Yeah. And you're the you're the last. You're the you're the youngest kid, not the last kid, the the youngest kid in our family. And you often have to go last, huh? Yeah. Not this time. You went first. Good job, Lincoln. Talk to you later. Okay.
Alright, wasn't that a fun episode? Those guys, uh, they impressed me with their attitude. And they do have a pretty good attitude most of the time. So, uh, thanks for joining line, or joining us today on Line Voice. Um, again, feel free to, to drop us a note. Tell us what you think. Um, if we, if uh, we can dive deeper into the kids stuff, we'd like to, if that's of interest. So, again, yeah, just let us know what you think. And uh, we'll catch you next time. Disease is contrary to life. Therefore, wherever disease exists, life must also fight to exist. Good job fighting, Lyme fighters. Keep it up. We'll see you next time. Lyme Voice contains general information about medical conditions and treatments. The information is not advice and should not be treated as such. Okay, Lincoln? Okay. The medical information on Lyme Voice is provided as is without any representations, warranties, expressed or implied. Okay? Okay. Line Voice makes no representations or warranties in relation to the medical information on this podcast. You must not rely on the information on this podcast as an alternative to medical advice from your doctor or other professional health care provider. If you have any specific questions about your medical matter, you should consult your doctor or other professional health care provider. And for you, you consult your parents, okay? Okay. If you think you may be suffering from any medical condition, you should seek immediate medical attention. You should never delay seeking medical advice, disregard medical advice, or discontinue medical treatment because of information on this podcast. Got it, Lincoln? Got it. From the creators of Line Voice and Disappearing from Society comes a brilliantly simple idea. But this time, it comes... As a Imagine a world in which birds can talk like people. You'll get a bird's eye view of life with Lyme disease, as one bird family must unite to overcome the obstacles of life with Lyme disease. Guaranteed to make you laugh and cry. Written in a way that helps you articulate the losses you are experiencing as a household while simultaneously empowering you to keep fighting. Little Bite, Big Trouble is available today at Amazon.com.